Old stomping grounds. <laughs> Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller. And in a lot better shape. So Okay. What uh position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, BJ Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing? Good morning, Boise State fans, and welcome to a Thursday edition of Bronco Nation News Live. My name is BJ Rains, and uh, excited to be with you today. So we're uh, we're riding solo, no co-host on Thursdays, so it's just you guys, it's just me, and uh, we'll see what happens today. But we've got some sound from Spencer Danielson. Uh, we're going to hear from Eric Chenander, the defensive coordinator. We're going to hear the offensive coordinator, Bush Hamden, talk uh, about Malachi Nelson and Chris Marshall and some of the... Uh, 
toys that uh, the offense has to work with now. And so we'll hear uh, and get some of my biggest takeaways from the uh, press conference yesterday. Kind of a unique day. Signing day used to be the the big day, and now they signed uh, one walk-on and, and one uh, gray shirt that's coming in in 2025. So it was a very anticlimactic day uh, yesterday uh, on signing day, but it was great to catch up with Spencer and Bush and uh, Eric, and, and we'll have that audio for you uh, here shortly. We are going to talk some basketball as well as uh, Boise State turning their attention towards Utah State, a big game on Saturday down in Logan at the Spectrum. And Boise State fans, uh, I did it. I uh, You can thank me later, but I have just guaranteed a win uh, for Boise State on Saturday because I'll be recording an interview today with Danny Sprinkle, the uh, Utah State coach. And as you guys know, we've been kind of joking around about it, but uh, – uh, opposing coaches that have come on our show are 0-3. Let's not tell Utah State fans or Danny Sprinkle that, I guess, till after the interview is over, maybe. Uh, but uh, this afternoon, I will be taping with Danny Sprinkle, the Utah State coach. We'll have that on tomorrow's show, as well as on the pregame show. And uh, yeah, Nico Medved, Steve Alford, Richard Patino, two of those three on the road. Um, and sure enough, uh, they all went. They all went down to Boise State. So uh, the opposing coaches are zero and three, uh, and I got it done for you guys. That's what I. That's what I do. My contribution. Uh, I got the. Uh, I got Danny Sprinkle on, and so I guess that wraps it up for Saturday. So uh, congrats on the win, Boise State fans. But uh, no, in uh, in all seriousness, excited to talk to Danny Sprinkle. He's got to be in the conversation for National Coach of the Year with what they've done at Utah State, and we will certainly get to uh, that a little bit later in the show. We want to take your comments. The ICCU YouTube chat. Uh, the more comments and questions and thoughts in there, the, the more fun and easy today's show will go. So uh, iccu.com, check them out. There's a branch pretty much at every corner. Obviously, the easiest uh, branch, though, is that mobile uh, branch. Their e-branch bank, online banking, so easy to use on the app, and uh, happy that we made the switch to Idaho Central Credit Union. You can as well, iccu.com. Make sure you check them out. And again, get your comments, your thoughts in. They are the sponsors of our YouTube chat. They are also... One of our big sponsors, we can officially announce the date, May 31st, 2024. It is back. Third year of the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. We are super excited about this. Hope you will make plans to join us. Whole sponsorships and uh, corporate sponsorships are now open. So if you have a business, you're interested in jumping on board as a sponsor. We had 30 foursomes the first year. We upped it to 50 foursomes last year and had a morning and afternoon. We expect to sell out. 64 foursomes this year, morning and afternoon. Uh, you will have the option when you sign up this year to choose morning or afternoon. Um, last year, we were decided kind of late that we were going to add the afternoon. So we're going to have two sections. The morning will start at 8 a.m. The afternoon will start about 1 and uh, 1.30 if you want to work a half day. And so uh, two options this year, morning or afternoon. Both uh, sessions will have sponsorships and things. I know last year, if you played in the afternoon, a couple of the sponsor holes had to leave and didn't stay. So you got a little bit of the short change and I apologize for that. Uh, but we will have uh, sponsors at the holes morning and afternoon. It will be literally exactly the same. And you're going to have the option to choose morning or afternoon, but uh, it's going to be an awesome time. KTIK will be out there with Johnny and Prater and we'll try to get a lot of the coaches and things out there again and maybe get some athletes out there on some NIL deals at some holes, signing some autographs. We had Tyson Degenhart doing the celebrity shot last year. Everybody got to meet him. Uh, we'll see if he's up to maybe do that again. 
but uh, super excited for this and uh, hope you will make plans to join us. It's gotten bigger and better every year. And this will be the third annual Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. A uh, portion of the proceeds going to the Idaho Youth Sports Commission. A couple other charities we're going to get involved this year as well. So uh, make plans. It's the Friday after Memorial Day. Timberstone Golf Course out in Caldwell. And uh, there's really nothing like this, uh, you know, in the Valley uh, involving, you know, the, the athletes and coaches and stuff. And, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So make plans. It's the same Friday it was the last two years. And that's uh, going to be awesome. We'll have uh, probably about April 1st or maybe late March once basketball season is over. We'll put the uh, foursomes on sale. But uh, if you are want, wanting to sponsor a whole or if you're wanting to get involved at a, a bigger level in terms of some of the corporate sponsorships we have, please reach out to me, Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com, Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com, and we can discuss uh, whole sponsorships and things, and and, uh, and then we'll put those are available now, and then we'll get to the uh, foursomes probably in late March uh, once the basketball season is over, maybe early April, who knows, but uh, make plans now, May 31st, Timberstone Golf Course for the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament, and we are looking forward uh, to that. All right, we're going to uh, start things off on the football Tyree saying he has to join this year. We'd love to have you, man. Well, it's gotten bigger and better. As I said, we had 30 foursomes the first year, went up to 50 foursomes last year. We had uh, eight or nine football players out there in the afternoon and, and it was a lot of fun. And so we're going to see if we can expand that and add to that and, and uh, really looking forward to that. And uh, I know ICCU is already in and they're already wanting to talk about what item they're going to give away to everybody at their hole. We've done golf gloves and t-shirts and a lot of cool stuff. So i um, very appreciative uh, of ICCU and all of our great sponsors. So if you're interested in getting involved in sponsoring the tournament, again, we're benefiting the Idaho Youth Sports Commission, some other charities as well. Uh, and it also does help uh, a little bit with some of our tra travel costs and things. We, we take a very small portion, um, you know, but we, we have costs associated with Bronco Nation News, and this helps as a fundraiser for us as well. Um, so happy to, to uh, be able to do that and uh, help with road trip coverage and things next year, but also help some uh, local charities that, that need it as well. So uh, go ahead and let me know, Reigns at BroncoNationNews.com, if your business is interested in sponsoring. And again, late March, we'll put the foursomes on sale, but go ahead and uh, put it in your calendar, make plans. May 31st is the BNN Golf Tournament this year. All right, we got the ICCU chat already uh, already going strong, and we do need to give a quick shout-out to the women's basketball team. Nathaniel Wilder says, Good morning, Bronco Nation. The women had a solid night last night. Uh, they dominated the third and fourth quarters, as Alexandra says. Uh, yeah, they did. Kurt said it was 29-29 at halftime. It was actually even uh, later in the game than that. It was 33-33 to uh, about midway through the third quarter. And again, San Jose, not one of the uh, better teams in the league. They were six and sixteen coming in, one and eight, and now they're one and nine in conference play. But uh, late in the third quarter, tie game, and then Boise State just went on a huge run, forty-four to thirteen to end the game, including a twenty-nine to four run uh, in the fourth quarter. So, hats off to uh, the Boise State women's team, Gordy Presnell. Uh, they had a, a solid game there, and uh, you had. Uh, Natalie Pasco going for 19 points, and uh, they, obviously the Broncos uh, played uh, really well after a, a tough stretch, and you look at what uh, Gordy Presnell and company are quietly doing. They started 0-2 in uh, Mountain West play, and the Broncos now up to 6-4 and in league play, and they are 15-8 uh, and overall, so Broncos going to be right there in the middle of the pack uh, in the Mountain West uh, going into the tournament, and and um, certainly a nice win for them to come back and, and beat uh, San Jose. So congrats uh, to the women. All right, we'll talk about the men's team here in a little bit, but let's uh, 
Let's talk football first. And yes, I saw somebody say it. Got my uh, Kansas City Chiefs shirt on today. We're we're four days within the game, and I got about four shirts. So we're starting the uh, the daily routine here. But uh, looking forward to the Super Bowl, and, and can't wait uh, for Sunday. Should be a, a great game, regardless of who you're rooting for. And, and uh, looking forward to uh, that, and to getting down to Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas with our sponsors, Circa Resort and Casino. If you're watching from Nevada, you can sign up for their Circa Squares. It's like your traditional Super Bowl uh, square. Uh, you know, game, a uh, big game square party, except you don't have to randomly draw the numbers. You can just see the numbers you want and they show you the odds and you can take it. It's predetermined odds. Okay. Zero and zero is plus 700. Okay. I'm putting a hundred there. If it's zero, zero, I win 700. Like it's just that easy. If you're in Nevada, you can sign up for that. I believe Illinois, some of the other States have it as well, but circus squares, you can get more information, circusports.com. I know we got a lot of Reno, Las Vegas, Nevada folks that listen uh, and so we appreciate Circa Resort and Casino. They got some different watch parties going on for the big game if you're in the area as well. And uh, looking forward uh, to getting down on Sunday and watching the Super Bowl with my wife at Circa Resort and Casino. Also, speaking of Circa, they're going to be hosting us. And we've already got 65 people RSVP. This is going to be insane. It's going to be the party for all parties at the Mountain West Tournament. 65 people have already RSVP'd. That doesn't count people that are staying at the casino or staying at Circa or the D. Uh, others are obviously going to add to it. So uh, we're taking over an entire pool up on the top level. It overlooks this huge score uh, video board here where you can watch all the games and stuff. We're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. And uh, Johnny and Prater are doing Idaho Sports Talk from 2 to 5 that day. I'll be out there uh, doing my show in the morning and hanging out and meeting folks. So We'll have free shirts and hats and giveaways and swag. Uh, really looking forward to this for the conference tournament Friday, March 15th. Make plans to join us 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, I would recommend coming on the earlier side of that, maybe 10 to 2, you know, whatever, just so you can uh, get out, you know, get back if you need to and get down to the arena. The first game is at 6 o'clock that night for the semifinals, but uh, we'll be out there all day. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, if you're not staying there, you can get in, but it's like a 40 or $50 cover charge. Uh, to Stadium Swim, we will waive that. You get free entry if you just email me, reigns at bronconationnews.com. We'll get you free entry into Stadium Swim that day, reigns at bronconationnews.com. Email me. We'll get you set up, and uh, you'll get free entry. Waive the cover charge to come hang out with other fans and BNN subscribers and supporters. We'll have a private cabana for that can, subscribers can head in and get to and get some appetizers and maybe a slider or two and, and uh, grab a beverage. So we're going to take care of our subscribers, but everybody is welcome uh, non-subscribers, non-whatever, uh, Circa Resort and Casino, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on March 15th. That's the Friday, semifinal Friday. And uh, hopefully Boise State will be playing that night uh, in the semifinals. But we'll get to that in a few minutes. I've been bouncing around here, but let's start on football. Uh, I, I thought yesterday getting a chance to catch up with Spencer Danielson and so the coordinators obviously was a unique day, as I said early in the show. No um, – you know, really signings or, or intrigue, uh, because, uh, obviously there was nothing, you know, the, all the, the class was full. And so they went out in the month of January and really focused on the 2025 class in terms of their assistant coaches. But, uh, Spencer Danielson also said that he did not have his coaches on the road as much as maybe they typically would be because a, the class was pretty much done, but, uh, B, he just really wanted them here and to be with the current players and to really start to continue to develop that bond uh, with the position groups and the players and things. So, uh, he, he made the, the choice to have him go out some, but he wanted him here. And a lot of times in the month of January, that's just winter conditioning workouts with the strength staff and the coaches are all over the country recruiting, um, until signing day, but that was not the case. They did go out some and, uh, certainly got a head start on 2025, but for the most part, uh, it sounds like uh, he wanted his coaches here and around the players and uh, working with them. And, and I think that might have uh, 
you know, might already be, uh, uh, you know, just yet another positive sign in what Spencer Danielson is doing uh, to build this team. And, um, you know, Malachi Nelson, Chris Marshall, we talked about all of it. I got some different clips here I want to play. I want to start it off. This is about a four-minute clip because there's a couple questions in there, but it's about Malachi Nelson. Uh, we're going to first hear from Spencer Danielson, then we'll hear from Bush uh, Hamden, and Bush Hamden gets into Maddox Madsen and the, and the uh, competition there and stuff. But uh, Malachi Nelson has been on campus for a couple weeks now. And he's fitting in with the offense, trying to pick up everything. You're only about a month away from the start. Now, less than a month away. March 5th, I believe, is the first spring practice. So you're less than a month from spring ball. And Malachi Nelson is trying to learn the offense and get up to speed and do everything he can. So he's ready to get out there for that first practice. All eyes, of course, going to be on Malachi Nelson, the five-star quarterback. Um, you know, the huge offseason addition for the Broncos. Yesterday, Spencer Danielson talked about Malachi Nelson and how he's fitting in so far. He's doing an He's awesome doing job um, since obviously being on campus and us being straight up and forward with him and his family, how hard is it going to be, you know, all the things we talked about. Um, he's been awesome. He's been a great teammate. He's working his tail off. He's getting extra work with quarterbacks and receivers on his own. And he, and he knows he needs to come in here and compete. And that's the awesome part about Malachi and our team is he knows that nothing's going to be given to him. He needs to be ready to compete, compete with Mad Dog and and grow in every aspect, and he has. He's been a, he's been a great great addition to our team. Haven't obviously seen him throw the football at all. We we can't get into that, but just how he is as a as a teammate and how he is in regards to how he works, it's been awesome. Um, we we're able to spend some time off the field. We go to church together on Sundays with a good group of some other teammates, and um, just seeing him gel with them has been awesome. Is there any, is it, from what you know about him, I guess you said he may not be able to see him watch him throw football much right now, but. Um, where do you expect him to thrive, and where does he, in your mind, maybe need to, to grow a little bit to, you know, maybe maybe be a QB one for you guys? Yeah, I think just like anything, he's just he's a freshman, you know, and and that's the thing that not only from the recruiting process, obviously a very highly touted recruit, um, rightfully so, but he's a freshman, so there's a lot of things not only even in the weight room to training to building, putting more body armor on him. Um, there's a lot of things that he's excited to grow in and that we're excited for him to do. Obviously, can't really speak to a lot of the football side of things. He's extremely bright in meetings and, and picking things up. Um, but a lot, we'll, we'll have a lot better idea of exactly where he is as we go through practice one all the way through practice 15. But in my interactions with him, his interaction with his teammates, he's been awesome. He's been low ego, high output, humble and hungry in regards to how he comes to, the, to work every day. And that's everything. That's everything, obviously, for the quarterback, but for any position on our team. Because no different, the same thing I'm telling you guys, the same thing I'm telling our guys, that you could be a two-year starter here. You could have just walked on campus. Nothing will be given to you. Everything will be earned. There are no, well, you're the starter for 2024. No, we got, we got a lot of work left to do. We got a lot of work left to do. There's a lot of things that still need to be figured out at all positions, all 22 on O&D and special teams. So that's the thing we're bringing into our guys, that just because – You've either been here or you just walked on campus. Nothing's going to be given. you got to compete for everything you get. How much did NIL come up when you were recruiting him? Hardly at all. Because the guys that we recruit, they need to want to be here. Um, why? It's different for everybody. But either the, the structures, the place, um, how we're going to grow them as people. We talk about all the time being the best version of yourself. And for the guys that we're looking for, that, that it will come up through conversation. We'll have those conversations as we go through, but it is by no means something that is a defining factor for guys coming here. That's not 
what I believe in. It's not what we believe in. It's about finding the right fit for this place and them having a very clear understanding, Ron, what it takes to be a Boise State football player and where we need to go. So for us, is go find the right fit. If it becomes about things outside of development, outside of competing, outside of the things that we focus on a lot, they're probably not a fit for us. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that they're a bad kid or a bad person. It just, it's not a fit for Boise State. And us being true to that, once again, talk about being built different. It takes a different type of guy to come here. They, they, want to, they have to compete in everything they do, from practice to in the weight room. And that's the standards we hold here. Malachi is a guy that doesn't necessarily need NIL money. He made quite a bit before he ever got to USC. I mean, in a way, is that part of what makes him a perfect fit here, that he's not interested in the NIL because he's already done it in the past? What makes Malachi Nelson a perfect fit here, Ron, is, is he wants to continue to grow and develop to be not only an elite quarterback, but an elite individual. That's who he is. Right? That's how his family's raised him, being around his mom and his dad, phenomenal people, and how they've not only grown him, but the rest of his siblings. Um, he fits here because he's like, Coach, I want to develop. I want to be the best quarterback I can be. I want to be the best person I can be. And I know that's what you guys are about. We tell people we are a developmental program. It's not about just finding needs, and, and if you can't do it, we move on. Like We want to develop people. And I believe in developing people, they will always be better football players. He wanted that. And that was my initial conversation with his dad, with him, with every single one of these players. We talk about Malachi a lot, but there's a lot of other really good football players that are, that are coming to Boise State football that, uh, that we need. And it's all been the same. How hard it's going to be, the standards we hold, and where we're going to need to push this forward, and how we're going to de develop you as a person for life. I care about when they leave here the type of husband, father they are. Like that matters to me. And developing him, them in that way, that will always make sure they make the right decision on fourth and one, too, right? But it's developing those people. Malachi, in terms of, I'm not sure how much you scripted spring ball and, and, and how that's going to work out, but it's going to be CJ and Malachi. And I know you got a couple of other runners, mm -hmm. but the focus is going to have to be yep. on those two. How are you going to structure that? No, good question, Mike. We're, we're still working through that. Obviously, with spring ball um, about a month away, we're still, because competition is going to be everything. And not only how we script practice in regards to who's getting what reps, team periods, are we getting enough two-minute in there to see how quarterbacks, but offense and defense as a whole operate in these critical situations. So, Mike, it's honestly something that we're going through as a staff this week. Should really have the pretty much the entire spring ball laid out from scripts to periods by the end of this week into early next week. So we can make sure that at the quarterback position, but also at all positions, when you leave spring ball, not only do we have a really good idea of where they're at, I want that young man, whoever it is, to have a really good idea about it too. Not because they didn't have enough opportunities, not because it wasn't you know, set up in a situation. I want us all to be on the same page because then at the end of spring, every single player on our team meets with me again. And it's this is where you're on the depth chart, this is who you are, this is where you are from strength and conditioning, academics. So Mike, it's a full evaluation at the end of spring and it's a, hey Mike, this is exactly where you are right now. Not maybe a random opinion, this is black and white. This is how you are academically, in the weight room, in life, training room, and obviously on the football field and where they see their role. So we're still working through that in regards to reps and who's going to get what, and, but competition is going to be high. Um, so we, for them and for us as a coaching staff, we can see exactly where they are and where they need to grow and develop. And Maddox Madsen will be able to, as we go through spring, get a little bit. He's obviously still recovering from his knee. But hopefully as we go through spring, he'll be able to get potentially some reps. So we're still kind of unclear of exactly how much. But as we go through spring, he'll be able to get some. More than just throwing reps? Still working through it, Mike, and I'm not, not telling you. I know our trainers are still kind of working through some things because he's work, Maddox is working his tail off in the training room. That's just who he is. 
Um, so hopefully as we get kind of later in spring, potentially some seven on seven, maybe even some team as we go, that's still a little bit up in the air. And that certainly would be a uh, huge, uh, huge news for Boise State if Maddox Madsen could do some team stuff. I, I still would say that's probably unlikely. Um, obviously, said it's still a month away till spring ball. And so Spencer Danielson's, you know, trying to be optimistic. But uh, you heard a lot of good stuff there about Malachi Nelson and that battle uh, with, you know, the battle that's coming uh, with Maddox Madsen. And I think it's going to be the obviously the, you know, we're all talking about the spring game, maybe being one of the more highly anticipated spring games in a long time. And the number one reason right there is going to be probably because of Malachi Nelson. Everybody wants to see him and see what he can do and see this quarterback battle, which really won't take place until the the summer or the fall. Um, you know, we, we, with Maddox probably not being hundred percent until uh, the fall from that standpoint. But uh, even if he can get out there and do some uh, individual throwing and things like that is going to be just uh, a huge deal. So, I mean, Malachi Nelson, you guys got to be fired up for that. It sounds like he's fitting in well. Uh, Bush Hamden talked about him as well in that quarterback battle and how Maddox Madsen is uh, handling this. Uh, let's hear from Bush Hamden. Uh, again, get your comments in the ICCU YouTube chat, your thoughts on Malachi Nelson, your thoughts on this offense. Uh, here's Bush Hamden talking about adding in uh, Malachi Nelson. You know, I think we uh, we placed an offer to him in the ninth grade when we were at Washington. Just, uh, <clears throat> you know, you remember these recruiting trips that you have. And I think uh, at that time, I mean, you look at the players now, it was Bryce Young was out there, uh, C.J. Stroud was out there, Jaden Daniels was out there, and Mal was kind of the young guy in that, in that region. And so... Uh, just a guy you identify early, early in the process, knew he was going to be special, and uh, and we're sure excited to have him here. What does it take to – what's that? Not very much, and, and when you have Chris Peterson, you kind of got to keep it on the DL, you know. So, But I just remember seeing him at that camp, and uh, and it was a little bit more of a funny thing at the time, but but just wanted to establish that at that time. What did you see out of him in that camp that made you – no, he was that he was that special. Yeah, I was just really impressed. Just you know, natural throwing ability. Uh, you know, I thought he had a command at that camp, a level of focus, a one to get better from a coachability standpoint. So, um, again, you know, probably part of the problem when you offer a guy that early, but but sometimes you just see a guy and, and you decide to go in that direction. What's Malachi's workload right now? What are you learning about him? Study habits. You know, how serious is he taking this thing? A lot. You know, that guy's got, got a lot of work to do, and, and I, I say that in a funny way. I just think, uh, you know, here's a guy that was a freshman. He, he himself has been banged up uh, at his time at, at USC and, and was limited there practicing-wise. So uh, he's been awesome. You know, I think, I think that's always step one is gaining the respect of your teammates, and he's done a tremendous job with that, which we really felt he would just by the type of person he is. But, uh, you know, certainly doing a good job of getting in here, familiarizing himself with the different terms and the language and the offense. Because uh, as we know, once once spring ball starts, I mean, these practices are going to be critical for him. I think we all know kind of the competitor that Mad Dog is, but what, what's his reaction been to, you know, the, the shakeup in the, in the QB room as he kind of comes back from that kind of significant injury? Yeah, I think there was good communication with Maddox. I mean, I think he knows uh, – you know, I probably don't love anybody on this team as much as him, you know what I mean? And so there was – he knew we were going to take a guy. And I think naturally that guy's somewhat been that underdog his whole life, if you will. And so when I placed the call, I said, hey, it's either going to be him or it's going to be him. He's like, awesome, just another another guy, you know, in my way type thing. And so uh, it's going to be a quarterback room that that – is going to be competitive, and that's what we want to do at all phases of every position on this offense is make it as competitive as possible. But I also think uh, for many, many years here at Boise State, there's also been that part of, of rallying behind guys and doing it together and doing whatever's best for the team. So.
what would you guys put the over? I guess the percentage at that that Maddox Madsen is the starter against Georgia Southern. I mean, is fifteen percent, maybe twenty percent? I mean, all this hype around Malachi Nelson. Wouldn't it be kind of a buzzkill or a big disappointment if he's not your starter week one against Georgia Southern? I mean, n- nothing against uh, nothing against Maddox Madsen. I just don't think you bring in a Malachi Nelson. I don't think he comes here if he's not the starter. Uh, week week one, so I, maybe twenty percent is too high. I guess Boise Boise agrees with me twenty percent. Um, obviously there's a competition there. I will say this, like, I mean, obviously Bush Hamden really likes Maddox Madsen. You know, they they he he earned a lot of time last year. Uh, when a lot of people thought it should have just been Talon Green playing, and they they found a way to work, uh, to work Maddox Madsen out there and end up giving him the starting job. And so, obviously the he's the incumbent, so to speak, and. Um, I, I think that certainly is going to factor into this. Um, but I just think Matt, I think Malachi Nelson is, you know, they, they can say what they want to about a, uh, um, you know, they can say what they want to about a QB competition and, um, you know, CJ Tiller, I know will be in the mix also. Somebody says he's rather have Tiller than Madsen. Um, let's see below 15%, but wouldn't be surprised if mad dog earned it. Um, Jordan always taking the positive approach prefers whoever the coach puts out there. Uh, don't trust hyped fans from the couch more than that. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, the coaches will certainly put the guy they thinks best out there, but I think there is a lot of hype about a five-star Malachi Nelson. And so everyone's just assuming and expecting him to be the guy. But uh, I think from, you know, Madsen not helping him either that he has to miss spring ball. I mean, that's going to put him at a little bit of a disadvantage. I know they say that it'll be a fair competition. It'll start in the summer and fall, but um, if Malachi Nelson is just getting all these extra team reps that Madsen would have got, uh, that certainly is hurting uh, Malachi Nelson's, um, you know, or, or it's helping Malachi Nelson and hurting Maddox Madsen from that standpoint to not be able to have that and and uh, and, and get out there. Uh, Chris Marshall, uh, Cam Camper, the wide receivers, the rest of the offense. There was this was Spencer Danielson's first opportunity to talk about adding Chris Marshall, who you know does have some uh, issues in his past and and had uh, in in the past, uh, you know, some some issues at previous teams and got booted from, from Ole Miss and uh, was at Texas A&M and left there also after getting suspended. So um, why they took Chris Marshall and kind of the, the outlook for him and uh, the rest of this offense, uh, we'll hear from Bush and uh, Spencer in just a second. But I do want to take a quick 90-second timeout. Thanks to some of our sponsors. that You're watching this show for free on YouTube. Thanks to our sponsors. So uh, please uh, view this 90-second commercial break, and we'll be right back here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation news broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact rowpaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is rowpaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU. Dot com. 
Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone. Get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bauscher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BauscherRealEstate.com. Back here on a live edition of Bronco Nation News, a Thursday. Uh, we appreciate you guys for checking us out. Make sure you subscribe on our YouTube channel. Subscribe. Uh, hit that like button there in the bottom of the screen. Help us uh, show up a little higher in the algorithms and things like that. We're trying to push past 5,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. It's free. It's easy. If you're watching on uh, Twitter or Facebook, we ask you to please jump over real quick to the YouTube channel. It's just YouTube.com slash Bronco Nation News. And uh, hit that subscribe button, and uh, we're about 550 or something away from 5,000. And we would love to uh, get there as soon as possible, and definitely by the end of spring ball. So if you can uh, subscribe on YouTube, it's free, it's easy, and then you can even turn on uh, our, your notifications for when Bronco Nation News goes live, so you never miss any of our pre or post game shows or or our broadcast uh, whenever we go live. Okay, Chris Marshall, uh, he was you know the, the five star receiver, heck of a player, one of the top players in the class. Um, but again, Ole Miss, Texas A&M didn't work out at either place. Boise State taking a little bit of a chance on him. And here's Spencer Danielson commenting for the first time publicly on Chris Marshall. You publicly since Chris Marshall mm -hmm. uh, came. What, how's he fitting in and kind of just your, your thoughts on him? Yeah, Chris has been awesome. Um, he's, he's focused. He knows that he needs this place. And we've talked a little bit about it. With Chris, obviously, he's had some stuff off the field. He's gotten himself into um, into some issues prior to coming to Boise State. As a football staff, as an administration, we did tireless research going through it to make sure, talking to coaches, prior places, um, had long talks, obviously, with his parents, everybody around his life. And because we are very protective of our locker room. We're very protective of this place. Who we bring here is everything to me. It has nothing. We will never bring someone here just because they're a good football player. It has to be who they are mentally too. Obviously, football and their talent level starts the conversation because we want to find the best football players as well, but you got to find the right people first. And with going through it with Chris, going through um, the situations he's been in and going through it with people that are surround him, um, we believe that this is, this is a place that he can come, he can develop. And we know that we have the structures in place to where he can be very focused. It is football. It is school. It's about being the best version of himself. And he knows that. He was very adamant as we recruit him that he knows that that's exactly what he wants as well. It's not that just what we want for him. He wants that. He wants those structures where he can work, grow, develop, and be the best football he can be the best football player he can be. MBJ along the way obviously continue to grow as a young man and make the right decisions, maybe not the easy ones in situations to where he can grow and develop here. So the couple weeks he's been here with his teammates, um, with his coaches, he's done a great job. Obviously we're only, you know, so long into this semester, but he's also very aware that this is his shot. This is what it is, this is what you got. Um, he's gonna be held to a very high standard just like everybody on our team. And we're not changing for anybody. And he knows that's very well. When you do recruit these guys that you know you have have had a history in the, in the past, do you often see that they do realize that you know yes, this is my last chance and appreciate it a little bit more? Yeah, I, I, I would I would believe, in my opinion, that it's it's case by case basis, um, and actions prove everything, right? You can say as much as you want. Um, 
And these young men, they got to prove it with their actions. They got to prove it with their actions when they are here as well. But also the people that are around them that can really feel their heart and getting to know these individuals too, that they want to improve. They, and they also know they need to. And they know that the structures they have in place here, how we're going to develop them, how we're going to make this um, a situation where they can learn from the mistakes in the past, grow and develop here to make sure you don't make them in the future, is everything. But I do believe for guys that have potentially had issues in the past and have had things that have gotten them in trouble, they know that this is the shot they need. And this is all they got. And there's a streamlined focus to know I have to handle business. I got to do exactly what I'm told, or I'm not going to have this shot either. And I know I need this. In terms of a talent, just what kind of wrinkle does he add to your offense? Yeah, very explosive receiver. Obviously, he was a basketball player most of his life. Um, really came on the scene as a football player, as a junior, um, but long, athletic, can run. Um, Phenomenal catch radius and a big time competitor. I mean, you see that when you watch his basketball film, football film. I mean, that ball in the air, he's going to find a way to get it. So, football wise, very excited for who he is, but I'm excited for him to grow and develop to be the best version of himself. To talk with him, there's nothing I want more than him to grow to become the best man he can be here. Football will take care of itself for Chris. And in the long run, he's going to be a, um, an influence for young kids down the road, too, to make sure that he helps them and has a legacy in the future. Spencer. There he is, uh, Spencer Danielson, talking about Chris Marshall. Uh, so far, so good, it sounds like. Bush Hamden also talked about Chris Marshall, but really this wide receiver group, and we're, I want to hear from Bush. I mean, um, you guys think about this wide receiver group. A lot of people aren't even talking about getting Latrell Capels back. I think that's going to be huge. You add in Chris Marshall. You add in Cam Camper, who has already done it at the Big Ten level. I mean, this guy, you look, go watch his tape impressive impressive in the big 10 at indiana coming off an injury but if he's healthy and then oh yeah by the way you got austin bolt and you got uh, prince strong and chase penry i mean this wide receiver group went from being a group this year that that frankly wasn't that great to you know once eric you know behind eric McAllister and once he left to a group that maybe now is going to be uh one of the deepest and strongest positions on the team so uh, I, I think that the wide receiver group is very enticing. When you add in Cam Camper, you add in Chris Marshall, you get Latrell Capels back. Um, I, I'm very excited for the potential of this wide receiver group. So uh, Bush Hamden, first on uh, Chris Marshall, and then getting in, or I believe first on Cam Camper, and then getting into the uh, the rest of the uh, group. Let me see which clip I got here to make sure I got the right one. Uh, Bush Hamden did talk to the uh, media yesterday. I'm going to make sure I got the right clip pulled up so I don't play the wrong one. Uh, Bush on uh, Cam and the wide receivers. So we'll start on uh, Bush talking about uh, Cam Camper from Indiana, I believe, and, and the wide receivers. He was asked about Chris as well. I don't remember the exact order of it, but uh, Bush Hamden on the, the different wide receivers here. Camp is one of those guys I remember asking in the evaluation process. I said, hey, can this guy be a big-time Mountain West receiver? And to a T, everybody I talked to is, no, if this guy stays healthy, he can be a big-time Big Ten receiver. You know, So uh, I think you hit the nail on it. we got to keep him fresh, keep him healthy. His rehab process is going to be critical. But uh, we're extremely excited about him, not just from the standpoint of uh, his play history, but just the leadership he can bring, the veteran leadership for a guy that's been there and done that. What will he be able to do in the spring? Is anything at all? Yeah, I think you know we're, we're certainly going to get him out there. Um, you know, running routes uh, day by day. I don't think we're going to have him. You know, have much contact, uh, but certainly want to just make sure. You know, the confidence is built for him with his leg and his knee, and, and getting him to where he's got to get to. With Chris Marshall, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, has the 
some stuff in the past, but you guys, what would you see to take a chance on him and, and, and what's his on the field kind of potential for you guys? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, for me, it's like I just don't ever want to, you know, resist the responsibility of coaching, you know, like that's that's our job to me, right, is is not everybody's a ready-made product, and, and I don't feel you can turn down guys that aren't maybe just ready-made on day one. I think, uh, you know, in my talks with him, it's a guy that, that has a, a serious dream of being an NFL player and a, a focus to do that, and uh, I'm extremely excited about taking that step with him every step of the way, and, and all of our guys. Um, what do I think potentially from Chris Marshall? I mean, you know, he needs to be, he needs to be a draft pick. You know, and that's that's as honest as I can be about it. I think he's uh, number one wide receiver in the class of 2022. I remember evaluating him again when I was at a previous school, and I just drew that line. It was like it was him, and then it was a bunch of other guys. And so uh, the opportunity to get a, a talented player like that, um, again, our job to bring him into this type of culture, what better place in the country to bring him into than, than a place like Boise State. Um, and... Uh, you know, we're excited about the opportunity. How aggressive you were at wide receiver, kind of, especially in the transfer portal, I guess. Uh, you also get the trail back. It, it seemed like, you know, last year with the wide receivers, I mean, Ashton was the best in the country probably with the ball in his hands after catch, after contact, whatever. But I, don't know, I don't know how dynamic the receiver group was after the catch for the most part. So is, is that an area you can grow in, and, and can these guys do that? Yeah, it's obviously something we have addressed. You know, I think, Jay, the biggest thing is just – the, the health, if you will, of all of those guys, right? We look at, you mentioned Latrell. Latrell, we think, can be one of the more dynamic players in this conference. If not on the West Coast, he's got to stay healthy, right? We got glimpses of Austin Bolt and what he could do. Um, I think the one guy is just maybe from a youth standpoint would be Prince. Uh, Chase Penry's a guy that did some good things, got hurt, right? So it's, uh, I, I think we've realized the amount of depth we need at that position. Uh, I remember going into weeks where we probably had four scholarship guys that were ready to roll in big games. And so uh, for us, what we feel like we've done is create a lot of competition in that room. I think those guys understand that. And uh, we really hope the competition is going to bring the best out of guys. Is Latrell good to go? For, what will his status be for spring? Yeah, I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but he's another guy. He, he's good to go, but we're certainly going to be, uh, you know, monitoring his workload, making sure that he is uh, easing back into things and, and feeling healthy. Well, good sign there. Latrell Capel should be back for spring and in full capacity there. It sounds like Camp Camper is going to get out and do some things. But, uh, man, you talk about adding Camp Camper and Chris Marshall, an instant, you know, instant offense, so to speak, in terms of upgrading that room. And then you uh, get Latrell Capel's back, which I think is a huge deal uh, to have Latrell Capel's back uh, for this team at the wide receiver position. So a lot of reasons to be excited uh, off on the offensive side of the ball with the running backs coming back. Uh, you know, Dune says QB room is the biggest question mark on the offense. I would probably agree with that. Yeah, you just don't know what you're getting. I mean, you, I would still say there's some questions with Cam Camper and Chris Marshall and Latrell Capels and the receiver group just to see them prove it, you know, at this level. Uh, you know, Capels coming off the injury. There's some questions there, I think, you know, and Cam Camper as well. So I would think you could – you feel good about the wide receivers, but you could have some questions there. Don't think you have any questions about running backs. Everybody's talking about Genty, and I know this is kind of a joke here, but how hard is it for the quarterbacks to hand it left, hand it right, screen pass to Genty? And, yeah, that's obviously going to be a huge part of the offense is Ashton Genty. I'm excited about Breezy Dubar uh, being running back two this year and what he can bring uh, to, the, to, the, to the table. So a lot of reasons to be excited there. We haven't really talked much about the tight ends. You have Matt Lauder coming back, some other guys there. Um, and then the offensive line returns, uh, you know, four guys that have starting experience and 
they got to find that right tackle, and there's some options there. That's certainly going to be uh, one of the spring storylines is who who replaces Cade Beresford uh, at the right tackle spot, and, and uh, there's some other shuffling that can go on there. Um, in terms of uh, the offensive line, but four guys back that you know started multiple games last year that you feel pretty good about uh, on the offensive side of the ball. What about the defensive side of the ball? And we are going to talk basketball here in a little bit, but I do want to hear uh, Eric Chenander, defensive coordinator. How you guys feeling about the defense? What's your uh, level of concern, if any, about some of the positions there? And uh, obviously, they have uh, you know retooled the, the defensive coaching staff with a couple new additions, and Eric Chenander being promoted to DC. Um, you know, went out and got. Jonathan Irby, the corner, got an edge, got some other guys there and um, with some experience. Um, we talked to uh, Eric Chenander about the defense. How are you guys feeling about it? Let us know in the chat. And uh, here's Eric yesterday at uh, at signing day. Yeah, well, you know, first off, the, the defense, Spencer's still going to be involved. He's the head football coach. He's coached defense for a long time. Um, we're not going to walk away from a system that he's familiar with um, because he wants to – not necessarily micromanage the situation, but be able to come down and, and talk with the guys and help those guys out a little bit. Um, so he still be, he'll still be involved. It'll still be, um, you know, based around the system he's built. Um, some of the things that we wanted to add, he had talked about adding. Um, you know, we had previously had that conversation between him and myself about things that maybe we could tweak or things that we could bring in. Um, in the off season, and those are still things we're exploring. Um, just like Bush said, watching a lot of NFL film, um, some of it translates to the college game on defense, some of it doesn't. But more, more in the way I guess they're building those pressure packages, and how can we make it more user friendly for the for the young men playing football for us, where they can do a lot or present a lot and still do it really fast. And, and it may be a little for us, but a lot for the opposing offense. So I think just tweaking some of those pressure packages, um, getting some new ideas on third down, um, those are kind of the major things that will be, I guess, quote unquote, changing going forward. Anything else? Eric, a lot of roster changes, a lot of new faces with this entire football team. It seems like about two thirds of those are new additions on defense. And so the emphasis obviously was there based on, on your guys' actions. Where do you feel most comfortable about where this football team got better this offseason in defense? Yeah, well, I, I just feel like overall speed, you know, um, speed at just about every position on defense. And we have a lot of returning guys coming back, whether old in age or experience, which is a really, really good thing. And then I think we've brought in a lot of guys that can either compete to take those spots uh, help on special teams or get on the field in a package um, right away just because of the speed that they bring to the team. So I think that the game is ever evolving. Um, you know, it's changing positionally as well as schematically. So to be able to have some players with position versatility and also get enough speed on the field versus these spread operations was critical for us in the recruiting process. There he is, Eric Chenander, Boise State Defensive Coordinator. And if you uh, didn't get a chance to hear the full interviews or want to hear more, uh, the full 25 minutes with Spencer Danielson and the full like 10, 15 minutes with Bush and Eric is up on the Bronco Nation News YouTube channel. So just check out youtube.com slash Bronco Nation News. You can search for Bronco Nation News at YouTube and all the press conference uh, interviews and things get put up there. And, and uh, like I said earlier, hope you'll subscribe on YouTube and Help us get closer uh, to our uh, 5,000 uh, subscriber goal that we're trying to get to. Uh, Going to switch gears and talk basketball in the big game on Saturday. But first, want to tell you and thank a couple of our sponsors. Lithia Ford of Boise. They've got five NIL deals. Speaking of football, three football players, Ahmed Hassanin, 
Andrew Simpson, Matt Lauder, all dr driving uh, vehicles from Lithia Ford to Boise as part of NIL deals. They also got Brooke Patterson from the women's golf team, Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. So Lithia Ford to Boise, big supporters of Boise State Athletics and uh, big supporters of Bronco Nation News. Please uh, check them out. Consider them for your next vehicle purchase, and uh, you can view that full inventory vehicle at LithiaFordBoise.com. Taco Bell. Well, they're hiring TacoBellWorks.com, and they've got a cool promotion where you can get up to half your wages the very next day after your shift. So you need some quick cash, need a job. You don't have to wait three weeks for that first paycheck to come. Taco Bell can help you out here in the local Treasure Valley freestanding Taco Bell stores. TacoBellWorks.com, SON Management. They uh, run and operate 36 Taco Bell locations in and around the area. So uh, return the favor. And again, they're big supporters and they donate a lot to student scholarships at Boise State as well. We're very appreciative of their support of Bronco Nation News. So uh, next time you're looking to go out and get a, get a meal, head over to Taco Bell and uh, you will not be disappointed. And thanks again, SON Management and the, uh, the Nicolaysen family. Speaking of uh, jobs, Transportation Compliance Service, uh, they can help you get into the trucking industry. All the permits and things you need to get out there towing that first load in no time, they can take care of it for you. Folks that try to do it themselves end up going out of business. Over 75% do, in fact, because they screw something up in the paperwork and can't figure it out, can't stay on top of things. Let Transportation Compliance Service help you out every step of the way and manage all your permits and things you need uh, to get out there towing that first load. So check them out, transcompservice.com. The Blue and Orange Store, speaking of NIL, they've got the Tyson Degenhardt shirts. They've got the Max Rice shirts. they got the Ashton Genty hoodies. All that stuff you're looking for, they got it at the Blue and Orange Store, theblueandorangestore.com. Free shipping, any order online over $40. You can do store pickup as well. My wife did that last week. It was super easy. Uh, and they've got everything, shirts, hats, bumper stickers, car flags, you name it. They've got everything at the Blue and Orange Store. It is a uh, Boise State fans paradise there uh, for gear. So check them out, the Blue and Orange Store, uh, right there at the Boise Town Square Mall on the second floor next to Pro Image. Broncobrew.coffee. My wife ordered some last week and had it at our doorstep within 24 hours. If you're in the area, they'll bring it right to you. Freshly roasted, uh, roasted to order coffee. Broncobrew.coffee. You're helping Boise State University with every sip. The NIL game, you couple bucks goes straight into the uh, pocket of an athlete of your choice. You choose it on the website. It's very easy. They also have a, a QB1 fund where they're uh, you know pooling money together to help the NIL game at Boise State. So broncobrew.coffee. Uh, check them out. And uh, they're big supporters of Bronco Nation News. And they're, uh, as I say every time, to have that logo on your product costs a lot of money, believe me. And so um, they are supporting Boise State and the NIL game. And you can return the favor and have some delicious tasting coffee at the same time at broncobrew.coffee and uh, weighed in down about 12 pounds thanks to our friends at Lean Feast uh, trying to work off the uh, extra weight everybody gains over the holidays and trying to get in shape for this pool party uh, down in Vegas next month and uh, Lean Feast is helping make it happen leanfeastmeridian.com check them out Dave and his staff do a tremendous job healthy eating and uh, you will not be disappointed leanfeastmeridian.com fully customizable meal prep two minutes in the uh, microwave and you're eating steak and shrimp and fish and chicken and all the great options they have there at uh, at lean feast so check them out that website is incorrect there on the screen i gotta update that the actual web address is leanfeastmeridian.com all right let's talk basketball and as i said and yes john mallory i know he's getting in shape for the pool party as well uh really looking forward to that coming up in about a month down at circa resort because you know five weeks from friday actually is when it is so Five weeks from today, Johnny and Prater and I will be doing our shows at Circa Resort and Casino and getting ready for the first couple of games to start in that conference tournament. What is that seating going to look like? Who is going to have to play in the 6-11 uh, game? Which of these top six is not going to get a bye? 
uh, in the first round? What are the matchups going to look like? It, it is uh, so much still at stake with five weeks to go here. Boise State with eight games left in the conference season and a four-way tie, as we've talked about. After the results the other night, Boise State falls in Fort Collins. You have uh, Utah State losing at home as well. So you're now in New Mexico, by the way, getting a big win at uh, Wyoming. I was not expecting that at all. It creates a four-way tie. Seven and three are uh, New Mexico, San Diego State, Utah State, and Boise State. And three more teams, Colorado State, Nevada, and UNLV, only one game back. So you've got seven teams within one game of first place in the Mountain West Conference. Just absolutely insane that you can be one game back of first place but also playing in the uh, first round, you know, two of these teams could be playing. We'll be playing in the the first day, the opening round, because only five teams get a bye, and you've got seven within one game of first place. So every game is just going to be crazy. Tom starting tomorrow night, the Friday night Mountain West game tomorrow night, San Diego State is at Nevada. That should be a really exciting one. Looking forward to that. And then you go right to uh, Logan, Utah on Saturday. Bronco Nation News will be live with the pre and post game shows. Uh, looking forward to that one, and it's a big game for both teams. Obviously, uh, Utah State already lost one home game trying to avoid another. Boise State trying to avenge the home loss to uh, Utah State a couple weeks ago. Utah State, the only Mountain West team that Boise State um, you know, has not beaten. Uh, I guess UNLV they don't play again, so that's going to be tough to do. But in terms of the top five teams that everybody expects, the top six – Boise State's already beaten San Diego State. They've already beaten New Mexico. They've already beaten Nevada. They've already beaten Colorado State. You don't want to get swept for a lot of reasons. For tiebreaker purposes, if it comes down to NCAA tournament seeding, don't forget uh, Boise State won the Mountain West uh, Championship two years ago and still got a regular season and the, and the postseason, and yet Colorado State got a better seed than them in the NCAA tournament in part because Colorado State swept Boise State, uh, you know, in, in the regular season. So uh, you do not want to get swept by Utah State if you can avoid it. And certainly it helps, you know, in terms of the battle for first place because um, you get swept by them. They're going to have the tiebreaker over you. And then also if it, there's just a lot whole, there's going to be a whole, can, you know, list of tiebreakers and things that we'll get into as we get a little closer to the end of the regular season. Still a lot of time that has to play out. And um, it's going to come down to scheduling and who you play and how many games left you have. And don't forget UNLV or excuse me, uh, Utah State does not have to go to Reno. Uh, that was the they were the one team that got to avoid one game against the other top six, and that's really and, and it's this close. It's really going to be hard for uh, you know it's it's you know essentially maybe taking a loss or taking a really tough game away from Utah State because they don't have to go to to Reno. So that's a big break for them, and they get you know UNLV uh, one time I believe, and I believe it's only in. Uh, Trying to remember how that works. I think they only played Utah State or uh, UNLV once, and it was down there. They do not have UNLV coming back, and they already beat them. So only having to play UNLV once is a benefit. So Utah State seems like the easy winner in this uh, unbalanced schedule, which I think momentum is building maybe as early as next season, it sounds like, where you could go to 20 conference games. I think that needs to happen. And uh, I, I think you're hearing a lot more coaches talking about how they'd be on board with going to 20 games. And if you have a conference title decided uh, by that, you know, unbalanced schedule this year, I certainly think you're going to have uh, you're going to have folks that uh, want that change and, and change quickly. Uh, Derek says that Nevada is going to be six. They've got a brutal schedule still ahead. Uh, they've got um, a, a really tough schedule when you look at Nevada. And we can take a quick look at some of this. Uh, Nevada's schedule, as I mentioned, they host San Diego State on Friday. 
Then they host New Mexico on Tuesday. They go to UNLV. They host Wyoming. They're at San Jose State. Then they're at Colorado State, home to Fresno. And then they're at Boise State and home to UNLV. So still two games left against UNLV, which is their big rivalry. They still have San Diego State and New Mexico at home. They still have Colorado State and Boise State on the road. Uh, so, yeah, certainly going to be a, a tough go uh, for them. Uh, you mentioned Utah State. They've got Boise State on Saturday at home. They have to go to Wyoming, which is never easy, and they go uh, to Colorado State. That's going to be a tough week for them next week at Wyoming, at Colorado State. And then they uh, they host San Diego State, and they still, uh, they host New Mexico as well in their final game of the regular season. Uh, New Mexico's got a tough, uh, a tough finishing stretch. They're, they're home to UNLV. Uh, coming up, uh, I believe, on Saturday. They still have to go to Nevada and to San Diego State. That's going to be their tough week is next week. They're on the road back-to-back at Nevada, at San Diego State, and we'll certainly find out something about them. And then they have Colorado State at home. That's that's three straight tough ones in a row. And then uh, they are home to Air Force, home to Fresno. But the final two Saturdays, New Mexico is at Boise State, and they finish the regular season at Utah State. So still road games at Nevada, San Diego State, Boise State, Utah State. You have to expect that uh, New Mexico has got a couple more losses coming just based on the schedule alone. And you look at Colorado State's schedule, uh, no, it doesn't get easy for them either. They still have to go to San Diego State. They do have Utah State at home, but they have to go to New Mexico, to UNLV still. And uh, they have Nevada at home and then uh, Wyoming and Air Force uh, the last week, last uh, bit of the season. But uh, still some tough games. I would say one, two, three, you know, five of their final eight are going to be, you know, tough games as well. So a lot of uh, losable games for other teams still on the schedule. And and Boise State, they have a nice stretch coming up here. Everybody knows about the game on Saturday. Then they get the bye week to kind of refresh a little bit. And then you've got Fresno and San Jose State at home. That's two chances for nice wins. Hopefully win big, help the computer numbers. Uh, Fresno and San Jose State at home after the bye. Uh, And then you go to Wyoming and to Air Force. That's not going to be easy. Back-to-back road games. The Broncos are staying out on the road. But you just saw what New Mexico did at Wyoming. I mean, certainly that's a game that you think uh, Boise State should be able to win. And then you have Air Force, as I said. So that's four straight games against teams ranked outside the top 175 at Ken Palm. Uh, And that's, you know, what you would think is four wins. And then you have New Mexico and Nevada at home. So New Mexico and Nevada are both home games. Uh, Again, if you lose Saturday, you're putting your eggs in your basket that you can win both those games. And that's certainly going to be tough. You win on Saturday in Logan. That allows you to maybe stub your toe against one of those two teams, New Mexico or Nevada, but at home, I think both those teams, you know, they've already beaten them both on the road. I think they have a chance to, to beat them both at home. That's certainly winnable games, at least you'll say that. Uh, and then you finish the season at San Diego State. Uh, so Boise State has uh, four left against the big boys, four left against the bottom three teams in the league and uh, the bottom four teams. So uh, I think the schedule sets up nicely for Boise State. Um, as I said, Utah State on Saturday, this is Boise State's tough week. You'd like to find a way to hold serve and, and win a game. And certainly you just saw what Utah State did losing to, to Nevada. So I don't think Boise State's going to come in uh, thinking by any means they can't go into Logan and win if they just saw Nevada do it. So uh, a, a lot of reasons to uh, be uh, excited about Saturday's game and uh, to know that it's a, a big game for a lot of reasons. Um, lose a few and in fifth and sixth place, crazy. You lose one. Excuse me. Uh, you lose one game, and all of a sudden you uh, drop down. It, it is uh, it is going to be crazy uh, how much one game could really impact these standings here uh, in the Mountain West Conference. Um, 
Derek says, win or lose on Saturday, take care of business at home and on that stretch while the rest of the contenders beat each other up. And, and yeah, yeah, that, that is kind of the name of the game. Uh, that, that, that bye week and then the two weeks, I mean, they have a three-week stretch where they shouldn't lose a game in three weeks. They have the bye, so they don't play for a week. And then they have four of the, the worst teams in the conference coming up. So, I mean, there's a three-week stretch where Boise State should not lose a game after uh after saturday and and so that's why saturday is a massive game if you can win saturday you guarantee yourself that uh, at least for the next week with the bye you're in first place and then you have a chance to stay there with some home games and uh, a couple of the easier road trips in the league I, I i guess if you want to call wyoming that i mean i know it's not easy but that is a game you probably should should find a way to win so um this is a big stretch and that's why it's culminating with a um Big game on Saturday because, as I said, you give yourself a little room for margin for error if you're able to find a way to, to win on Saturday with one of those home games. Um, because you, you know, you're putting a lot in, on the line. You are having to win against Nevada and New Mexico at home. But, but again, I, I think you can do that. But again, you just saw Nevada go in and win at Utah State, so that's not going to be an easy game. And certainly, what New Mexico has done isn't going to make that an easy game. Uh, so that's why Saturday would just be a massive win to stay in first place. And as these other carnage starts to happen around the league, and then and then like I said, maybe give yourself a little bit. We said all along the goal was thirteen and five. Johnny Mallory, everybody's been on this show. We've said if you can go thirteen and five in this league this year, you're going to be okay for the NCAA tournament. And you're probably going to be right there near the top of the conference standings. And the thirteen and five is you, you got two losses left. I mean, you're you're, uh, you're seven and three right now. So I think with the four easier games, that gets you to eleven and three. And then you got you basically got to split the the four against the big boys to get to thirteen and five, and that's why if you can just get one of those four on Saturday, that leaves you a lot of wiggle room uh, if you need it later in the season. But if not, it lets you maybe finish uh, fourteen and four and probably uh, be, get at least a share of first place there. I don't think any of these other teams are running the table, so um, I, I think uh, Saturday would be a massive game uh, for a lot of reasons. And uh, Bronco Nation News again will be there. They're uh, dedicating the the, to, uh, the the court to Coach Morrill, the old coach there that was there a long time, and so obviously be an emotional game, a sold out crowd, going to be a lot of fans, and and it's going to be crazy. It certainly won't be easy for Boise State, but I certainly think it's a game that Boise State certainly feels uh, they're going to have a good chance to win. So uh, just didn't play well at Colorado State, missed a lot of easy layups, missed shots they don't typically miss, gave up a lot of easy layups and shots they don't typically give up, and you just kind of. Um, you know, crumple up the film, throw it away, and, and just uh, you kind of just chalk it up. And hopefully they, you know, if you're a Boise State fan, that they come out and play a lot better on Saturday, which they haven't really had back-to-back, -back, you know, two bad games here very often this year. So you have to feel that uh, there's a lot more in the tank, and they're going to come out more desperate and more fired up and play well on Saturday. So Jay Tust will join me at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, we'll uh, really get into the Utah State team and the Mountain West and, and break this down and get you set for the game on Saturday, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Jay Tust, KTVB. Uh, sports director will join us. Uh, and then again, uh, we'll have some more giveaways. We're getting ready to uh, give away that trip next week. If you want in, it's BNN 50 deals, the promo code. You get a one-year subscription for $50 to Bronco Nation News and enters you into our uh, yearly subscriber giveaways where you can win the private jet trip for two for San Diego for the uh, final game of the season. So we'd love to have you subscribe. BNN 50 deal. We'll have uh, some giveaways coming up. We'll be doing another one on Saturday in Logan where we'll give away some uh, prizes and some gift cards and things. We'll do that on the pregame show. So uh, Lithia Ford Boise pregame show. I think it's an 8 o'clock tip-off, so we'll be live at 7 o'clock from uh, the Spectrum there in Logan. 7 o'clock live with the full pregame show. And um, 
looking forward to uh, getting down to Logan and, and uh, it's going to be a fun, fun evening and, and hopefully a fun game for, for uh, Boise state. And, and uh, Kurt brings up Max Rice court. I know uh, he made some comments last year about Utah state that the fans were really getting on him. And uh, as you guys have seen in the last uh, week or two, I guess I'll leave it at that. Max Rice certainly is fueled by uh, some of the doubters and uh, going into Logan, probably going to be a exciting uh, opportunity for him to uh, have a big game and quiet the crowd. So I think that uh, could be a big opportunity on Saturday to get Max Rice going uh, and see what happens there. So uh, appreciate you guys for checking us out. Leon Rice, I think they're talking tomorrow. So, so no interviews today, but you can go watch the football interviews on our YouTube channel with Spencer and Bush and Eric. Uh, and then you can, uh, again, join us 9 a.m. tomorrow. Also, that women's, uh, by the way, that women's team, we had uh, Bronco Nation News was the only outlet there last night covering the women's game. So if you want to read up on uh, the, the uh, women's team, 33-33, late in the uh, third quarter, coming back and winning by 30. Brandon Walton has a full story that is uh, free for all to read at bronconationnews.com. So jump on there, check out the women's story, check out some of our other content. And as I said, please subscribe if you can. BNN 50 deals, that promo code, we're giving you 20 bucks off your first year. So it's only $50 to subscribe for BNN. If you can't do that, at least our social media channels are worth the follow. We're trying to get towards 5,000 YouTube subscribers. Help us out. Tell your friends, subscribe on YouTube. And uh, that's the easiest way to uh, talk in the chat and things uh, during the shows. So appreciate you guys for checking us out. If uh, any news breaks or anything, we'll, we'll have it covered uh, at bronconationnews.com. Keep that uh, May 31st date on your calendar for the golf tournament and more details to come on the uh, registration and things like that. But if you are a business, want to sponsor a whole or become a, a bigger sponsor of the tournament, uh, please uh, reach out to me. Email address is reigns at bronconationnews.com. We're still taking those RSVPs for the Circle Pool Party as well on May uh, March 15th rains at bronconationnews.com uh, email and RSVP and we'll waive your uh, cover charge there at Stadium Swim so have a great rest of your Thursday we appreciate you guys and uh, we will uh, talk to you with Jay Tusk 9am tomorrow this has been a presentation of rowpaint.com check them out roepaint.com our title sponsor all your painting needs look no further than rowpaint.com we appreciate all you guys for your comments we appreciate all of our subscribers all of our advertisers and uh, we'll talk to you at 9am tomorrow with Jay Tusk Bronco Nation News live here at bronconationnews.com.